Hello, Grandpa here from Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Thank you for joining. We continue with Drum, Allegro Tempo, also known as the story of the scrolls. Things are starting to pick up. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Samuel took a swallow of the scotch and started to read. <sighs> the very first page of what Samuel was going to read said, The following is a translation of the scrolls found in cave number 10 near Qumran in 1956 regarding the instruments. When Lucifer was created... He was to be the one who was superior to all other angels and his appearance and beauty outshined any other angel in the heavens. He was in charge of the praise and worship of God in heaven and all music that stemmed from the glorification of the Father for in Lucifer were the instruments to make such music. But. When Lucifer's pride came over him, and he challenged God's authority, a war was fought between his army and God's, led by the mighty Archangel Michael. Many angels were killed in this war, but in the end, Lucifer and his followers were cast down to the earth, never to be allowed into heaven again. After he misled and lured Adam and Eve to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, disguised as a serpent, and they were banished from the garden. Man was given free will to decide how to live one's life with or without sin. Lucifer, now known as Satan, when he was first cast down, had cut off his angelic wings to spite God. He took a section of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and made a frame. Taking the flesh from one of his heavenly wings, he stretched it over the frame, bound with his braided hair, and fashioned a drum. He took a bone from that same wing and fashioned a mallet with which to beat the drum. Taking another bone, he made the flute to play music that he had created. Using flesh from the other wing, he made a scroll, marking it with drops of his blood that when played would not praise and worship God, but be blasphemous and cause pain and death to those that God created. If his instruments are played, it is man's decision to play them, their free will making the choice. Samuel then arrived at a section that was in large, bold letters. It was a stern warning. Satan will stop at nothing to control and manipulate those by offering feelings of the flesh, promises of wealth, authority, power. One who is not righteous in beliefs or conscience will continue to do Satan's bidding unless struck down 
by death. After reading what the scroll had said, Samuel was having a difficult time believing what he was reading. He took another swig of his scotch and continued. This addendum was added, researched, and written by the Roman Catholic Church. Many contributions were made by other religious orders and faiths. It is information to help combat the ever-increasing influence of the devil in society. A coalition had been formed to combat Satan's evil and his constant interference with the lives of God's children, to make sinners out of non-sinners, to confuse those who think they are Christian but are not behaving or treating others as a true Christian should. Until the discovery of the scrolls, mankind did not even know that such evil devices existed. However, it is believed that the instruments had been stored with the scrolls up until the discovery of them by persons unknown in cave number 10. The gray stone slab with the unidentified marking was believed to be a warning. It is also believed that the scrolls and the instruments had originally been placed inside clay pots and sealed until the pots were broken open and the instruments and music were taken with the scrolls left behind. The church and its partners came to the conclusion that the instruments had been played due to limited written records and stories passed down from generation to generation which described catastrophic events through history such as famine, infestation, sickness, and death. How the instruments were obtained by individuals never been known until the so-called Pied Piper of Hamlin incident, which occurred in the year 1284. According to written documentation, the instruments had been found by a farmer in his field. How the instruments got there remains unknown. The farmer's name was Hans Grothen, and his wife's name was Edna. Based on testimony from Edna, they were able to figure out how to play the instruments. She testified that her husband started to change radically and became fixated and possessed by the flute. His behavior became erratic and unpredictable. His plan was to extort money from the town in any way possible. He became greedy and wanted power. Edna, being a very religious and righteous person, had informed the local priest about her husband, what he was planning, and him finding the instruments that were in his possession. Since at that time, there were no protocols in place regarding this type of situation, the local priest sent word to the bishop for guidance and instructions as to what to do. 
since such communications took time for messages to be sent and to be answered. This led to the unfortunate demise of the children of Hamlin. The priest had taken it upon himself to personally oversee the seizure and safe transportation of the instruments to the bishop. Once the items were in the protective custody of the church, the priest was sent back to Hamlin with instructions to deal with Hans Groton and his wife. Even though, as mentioned, Edna was a devout Catholic, and she was the one to bring the matter of the instruments and her husband to the church's attention. She was still found guilty of being a participant in the playing of the instruments which brought the infestation of rats and the disappearance of the children of Hamlin. Hans Groton and his wife Edna were both burned at the stake. The devil's instruments, as they came to be known, had to be secretly hidden and protected by the church to prevent future atrocities. A box had been made out of copper, since copper will not disintegrate as iron does. The inside was lined with lead, which will also not disintegrate over time. The inside of the box was lined with blessed silk the same silk material used for altar cloths. The lock, however, had to be made of iron in which to secure the lid. In order to facilitate the secrecy of the box and its contents, periodically it was moved from monastery to monastery for safekeeping. Unfortunately, when monasteries were being attacked and raided, then eventually started to be dismantled in the mid-1500s. The box was moved numerous times and ended up being lost. As of the printing of this addendum, the box and its contents have not been located. May God be with us. Until now. Samuel thought to himself. <laughs>